The views, information, or opinions expressed on the Scullygan podcast are solely those of our hosts and the individuals involved and do not necessarily represent those of our sponsors or their employees. This podcast is general in nature and for informational purposes only. The content is not intended to be a substitute for professional mental health or medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always consult your doctor or other qualified health care provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition, procedure, or treatment. This episode of Scullygan is sponsored by Peak Talent Capital Solutions. Peak is a revolutionary alternative to the traditional staffing model. Ingenuity, intelligence, and keen marketplace insight drives talent management solutions which make a dynamic difference for partner organizations. From entry level to executive level and every role in between, Peak is illuminating a path forward and meeting the future of work head on. For more information, please visit their website at peaktcs.com. Welcome into the Scullingham Podcast. I'm Mike Frazier here with my co-host Russell Sable. And today's podcast is social media and its impact on our lives and our mental health. And this is going to be part one of a two-part series on this subject because we've got quite a bit of information to go over. You okay, bro? Yes, sir. Are you okay, bro? Fantastic, my friend. So I know that you, as usual, have uh, went boom crazy on the research, which is wonderful. Well, I mean, you know, as you've been out for a while, somebody had to do it. Someone had to step up to the plate, brother. You know, I, I couldn't stay at the top of the mound all the time, baby, so I do appreciate it. So uh, I'm going to let you open up and let you roll on the, your information in mm-hmm. part one here, and I'll just skip in if I need or if I see anything in there that's uh, kind of coalesces with what I've been working on as well. Right, yeah. Social media has really put a damper on mental health and even our lives and society has truly deteriorated our mental health and affected society in such a downcast way. I mean, hell, you put down your, you can be in a restaurant or you can be outside or in a public place or, I mean, hell, even in your own house these days, you can just put your phone down for a minute, look up and see what's going on. And you can see at least two, maybe five out of what, maybe 10, 15, 20 people are, are going to be on their phones. Yeah, it's wild. We go out to dinner and watch people sit and yeah. there'll be a, a man and a woman together and they're just sitting across from one another, but their heads down on their phones, no interaction, just sitting there. Only time they raise their head or to look away from the phone is when the food arrives. Right, yeah. It's, <laughs> it's wild. It is wild. And I mean, like you just said a minute, like now. Yeah. Uh, we go eat Mexican every Friday. I do with my parents, and sometimes when the family's in town as well, and I'll just stop for a minute and just look up and see. All right, I'm curious to see who all is on their phones, and I would see at least 15 people on their phones. Now I get it. Maybe you're texting somebody. That's fine. I get that. But it, like, I guarantee at least five out of ten people are on social media. I guarantee. Just yeah. bullshit. Yeah. Or or you know. What is it called? You know, the, the mindlessly scrolling through it, you know, uh, drives me crazy. Yeah. You know, or you'll be, I, I've actually banned uh, cell phones from meetings before because, you know, well, you know, I try to keep meetings short, but the 
mind will absorb only as much as the ass can endure. So that's why I keep them short. But even after a certain amount of time, you'll start watching people check their phones or they'll start. I've actually had people say, oh, my gosh, you're not going to believe this. Well, someone so-and-so just posted on Facebook. It's it's nuts is what it is. Right, it is. And I think Denzel wants to put it in a good way. Are you using your device or is your device using you? Oh, I like that. Which is quite interesting because I look around sometimes and I just think, these people are just flying addicted to their phones and they just can't get away for five minutes. And so it has become an addiction like gambling, alcohol, or drugs. Likes, shares, and even comments on social media increases our brain's dopamine levels and rewards us to make us feel better about ourselves and what we are going for. So, I mean, I, I don't know about you, Michael, but I just think that social media is just gone through the roof. Well, it's you know, insane it's and funny you're talking about dopamine. You know, they've also found that, you know, utilization, uh, utilization, the brain and social media, the brain is experiencing social media as if it were the same as a real world interaction. Mm -hmm. I was reading a study today and associating this synthetic essence of offline affection by releasing what is called a cuddle chemical <laughs> or otherwise known as oxytocin and that important not to confuse that with oxycontin but oxytocin interestingly is also found to be the hormone released between mothers and babies that forges bonds between newborns and at scale and it's it's a social glue so basically you've got this kicking in to where your brain is receiving these chemicals uh, that keeps it placated and also excited and primed for more this uh, this impact on our lives and I don't think we understand really the impact on our brain right right it's I think it's pretty much a big impact on our brain and our lives and I mean hell you could just take a minute put your tilt your head up and look around the room look around them if you're outside just look around and you'll see at least two people that are on their phones there no telling what they're doing, but still, they're on their phones, and, you know, damn, just get away from it for a minute. Yeah, I mean, put it down for, you know, I've got a rule around my house, and I've even got it in here, and I'll have all the whirs and sounds and chirps and all the other whirs and all this other crap that goes off all day long, all those sounds turned off. Mm -hmm. I don't want to hear all that all day long, that chirping and buzzing and whirring, because I've got things to actually do and right. think about. And I find it annoying, actually. And so even at home, my, I have a rule at night, especially. I mean, my phone is face down so that I don't see the, it lighting up with messages all of the time. And, of course, the tones are still down. I've got to put it into, you know, some kind of sleep mode on there as well. Mm. To where just, and, you know, if people are, I feel like if people are texting me or communicating after a certain time of night, you know, the good old days, many, many moons ago, someone needed you and had to find you, they'd find you. They would get a hold of you. We've become so dependent upon, like you an example, I had to send out a message not too long ago to someone that kept sending me uh, those direct messages through Facebook, and I don't check Facebook that often. So I was missing all of this, and they have my phone number, and I just said, text me, you know, or call me. But, uh, you know, they and they continue to use Facebook in that fashion. So I'm just not that, I don't find it that appealing. I don't really, really want to know most of the things on there. I find it sort of boring. Mm. 
I hate to sound, you know, arrogant, but really the only thing I find interesting is myself, myself, pardon me, and the things that I'm doing, and like you, and, the, you know, close friends and all, but everything else, I really don't care what someone else is having for lunch, or where they're going that day, or anything else, and I mean, it's, it may sound terrible, and I'm sure it does to a lot of people, but I don't mean for it to sound condescending or rude either, but I've got bigger fish to fry. So I just don't have time to sit there and scroll through all that nonsense all day. Mm -hmm. And some people do, though. They enjoy it. Yeah. It's funny you say that because you're always posting pictures on Facebook. Oh, yes, I am. Constantly. Yeah, I don't care what you eat at. Well, you should <laughs> if I'm with my wife. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. well you, better, you better care where I eat at. I don't know about that one. Yeah, you better care where I eat at. <laughs> Yeah, you're right, because then I can just come over anytime. And That's right. I know you'll pay for my meal. That's right. No, I am. I will. I do it. You know, I just am not a, I guess, a massive user. I mean, I do use it, but I use it as a tool and, you know, also to share things about myself and the family and that type of thing with friends like what we're doing. Mm -hmm. But uh, other than that, I find the rest of it a little, you know, a little silly especially with the opinion side of it, you know, where everyone's on their voice and opinions, all that. You can't post anything without someone rolling in with an opinion. You know, it takes me to a quote I, post, I posted the other day, that opinions really are the lowest form of human knowledge. It requires no accountability, no understanding. The highest form of knowledge is empathy, for it requires us to suspend our egos and live in another's world. It requires profound purpose larger than the self-kind of understanding. The fellow that said that was a gentleman by the name of Bill Bullard. And I found that so, you know, along the line of my thinking is, is you know, I'm, I'm more of a, you know, guy that if it's an opinion and it's worthy, it's, it's steeped in knowledge or education or you've walked that path ahead of me, then I definitely want your opinion. Other than that, I don't really care what you think. Right, right. And, you know, I know you don't care about all the other stuff you see on Facebook. There's always those those good things. You know, we use Facebook, we use Instagram to promote businesses. Oh yes, I mean we're hell, we're doing it too. So yes, we are. But it, I do find it funny. The more that I've posted on school again, I'm not sure if this happened for you, but I'm starting to see a little more. Um, they're they're quotes, but they're good quotes, and they're more of quotes on gratitude. More along the lines of what we talk about, not right. interest. Yeah, yeah, and it's quite interesting that that's become more around on Facebook, and even we don't have Instagram yet. We're working on it, but I even starting to see it on Instagram. Yeah, we're we're creating quite a few things, and I do appreciate social media for the aspects of some of the aspects it has. I'll give you an example. We lost a doggy one time, and through Facebook, we were able to retrieve him. We found him. Mm -hmm. and uh, he had gotten loose, and so that was very beneficial. But I believe, but then I also know people that it's so time-consuming and, and all-consuming to them that they don't put it down. They're on it nonstop. Right. That's unhealthy. It is. Uh, so I like it from, its, uh, from the uh, vantage point of how we can utilize it to promote ourselves or our brands or this brand called us or Sculligan or anything else. And also how we can use it to improve another human being's life or help someone out. Certainly, I, I, I'm all into that. Right. But I, what becomes a little scary is when we're replacing our real-world experiences, our relationships. It damages our ability to communicate face-to-face, -face, those type of things. You know, that I believe that's the area you, are, you and I are coming in from. Mm -hmm. Right. So, <clears throat> going back to 
you know, we just talked about Facebook, and here I'm going to go through a quick list real quick, and I'm sure uh, some of us older men and, and women that are out there listening to this, I'm sure some of us may have not even realized some of this. Maybe you have, and I'll dip into some of the older stuff, but Facebook started in 2004. Instagram was in 2010. Twitter was in 2006. TikTok, which is a little newer, uh, was 2016 and is now one of the most popular apps today. Twitch, which was started in 2011, but is more so used for gamers or gaming. Um, and one app that I know most of the women use more than men is Pinterest. It's more of like an ideas app for like recipes, clothes, yeah, everyday like things. Lunch, lunch, yeah. yeah, that started in 2009. So those are more of your day-to-day -day apps that are used more every day and they're, they're your day-to-day, -day, but they're more popular. Um, some of these older ones that aren't so popular anymore, some of us older people may know. Uh, MySpace started in 2003. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, YouTube, which is still kicking it today, which is used for live podcasts, music videos, do-it-yourself videos, and many more. And hopefully we'll get on YouTube here uh, soon. Uh, started in 2005. Uh, LinkedIn which is used as business and employment concentrated app started in 2003 and still used today. Reddit, which is an American social news aggregation and discussion website and started in 2005 and is still used today, but just not as popular. There were also many other platforms that haven't been as used and still, uh, and some for some time called AIM. AIM is pretty old. Uh, which only the older generation used back in the day to communicate, meet, meet new people around the world, or even to communicate with friends and family, uh, which is, I don't really think AIM is around anymore. I think it got bought out by Reddit or somebody, but... Have you even heard of AIM? Yeah, it's, it was... Was so Tumblr on your list? Uh, Tumblr was not on my list, but I know it, it has been around for quite some time. It's been around a while, and you know, I mentioned it to someone not too long ago, and they said... You're actually used Tumblr, and I said, "Yeah, it's. I like a lot of the information on it. Um, right. You know, social media is what you make of it. What you filter mm -hmm. out of social media is exactly what you get. Mm -hmm. You can either do a deep dive and go nuts, oh, yeah, you know, and uh, and get addicted to it, and uh, you know, be caught up in a lot of what I term brain pablum, or you can, you know, use it. What I do is I geek out on a lot of them, and I use it for research." Because believe it or not, on a lot of them, especially LinkedIn, and, uh, and 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 believe it or not, as well, Tumblr, mm -hmm. there's quite a bit of information that is, you know, I say, wow, I did not know that, or it's in, I'm doing, I'll just run a search on a string of keywords whenever I'm writing or doing whatever I'm doing. So the, the, they definitely have their benefit. Right. There's no doubt about it. Right. We're not here to knock it all the way. I believe what we're doing is we're seeing, though, that it is, becoming all-consuming for too many people and especially affecting mindsets and you know, I was reading something today not meaning to jump in too hard but I kept doing research on this uh, social social media pardon me its effects on, uh, effect on men mm. and it kept coming up with body image did you come up with any of that I did not I came up with a bunch of quotes yeah I uh, was part of about main ordeal was just a bunch of quotes I had, there were a few websites that I had dived into but Oddly enough, Reddit was one of the most popular ones. Really? You know, they were talking about the impact of Facebook and social media. 
old men's uh, mindset uh, about their body image and how it impacted them because it, and it was creating a lot of mental health issues with men about how they saw themselves or how they compared their, themselves, pardon me, to, you know, all these male model looking characters out there with the six packs and the, and the guns and all of that. And I was wondering, you know, well, first of all, I don't, I don't even see that in my feed. So I don't know how they're seeing a lot of it, but it must be a problem because every bit of the research I did on the mental health and even when I went into uh, Google, Google Scholar, pardon me, it's about body image with men. That men it's impacting their minds from that direction. I, I, I found that a little fascinating. It is quite fascinating because usually men don't go down that road. Usually it's yeah. more of a woman aspect. Right, exactly. The whole comparison or, you know, I, I, I and I don't quite understand that either. You made a comment a minute ago about, you know, our highlight reel, you, you're comparing your scenario or you said it when we were talking pre podcast about you know the highlight reel i wrote about that in the book as well you know doing that comparison mode you know you know it's funny you see people on there that you know have these look like fairy tale relationships or fairy tale lives and then come to find out they're falling apart at the seams all you're seeing is that their highlight reel or or and it, and it is purposeful and uh, you know i don't know how healthy that is it can't be that healthy to yeah. the individual and, you know, but I guess maybe they want to be seen, the recognition side of it that we crave. Mm. That is really interesting. Yeah. I've never seen it from that side. Before. Yeah, I think it, yeah, I mean, it's, it's you know, it's, just, it's like a very aggressive adoption anymore of social media. We, we, you know, tend to spend so much time on it. And, you know, it's kind of like Pringles. The more you do, the more you want. You know, <laughs> can't you eat just one? Or if you like Mexican food, cheese dip and, oh, cheese and yeah. salsa. Don't oh, get me started. Yeah, I know, right? But, you know, we got a generation basically defining themselves uh, exclusively by the responses of others as well. I mean, I've actually had people say to me, you know, I can't believe no one commented on my post. Or, you know, they'll post something very profound and then they'll... They'll get zero interaction, and then they post a picture of themselves eating a hamburger, you know, wearing a trash bag as a hat, and it gets 9,000 hits. And, you know, that's, I've always found that a little fascinating as well. I think it is exactly what you take out of it, but if you expect it to uh, feed your soul, mm -hmm. yeah, I, 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 wouldn't, I wouldn't bet on that one. Yeah, I think that's when you realize that you might have an issue. Yeah, exactly. You're expecting it to You're expecting it to to feed your soul, like right. you said, and to uh, I guess increase your value to yourself. There you go. A little more respect to yourself, but I mean, really, you should already have that respect and that self confidence, that self control. Instead of, I mean, if you want to post it, go ahead and post it, but you shouldn't sit there and go, "Oh, I can't wait for all these numbers to come in." Right. Right. Why? Why, or why does or that someone say, wow, you look great, or whatever. Yeah. Because, you know, I, I, I think that's wonderful for people to give compliments. Right. But I don't think that you must take it as a, you know, not everyone has the same eye as you do. Mm -hmm. Not everyone uh, lives the same way. And not everyone is going to see you maybe in the, in the way or the form that you wish to be seen. So, yeah, I don't know how uh, prudent that is to uh, depend on other people's opinions 
to guide you or you know I've actually seen people go on there and ask questions about what do you think I ought to do it's almost like they're taking a public opinion poll mm -hmm. and there's very few people I would ask things that would normally be those that have scaled the mountain ahead of me have is they you know, like I said, they're steeped in knowledge, I'll say, or said earlier, I don't remember who I spoke to about it, but if I'm talking about the opinion of someone, I would prefer that it be steeped in knowledge or experience, or they've certainly walked that path ahead of me. Right. You know, I certainly wouldn't want to take the opinion of uh, 900 strangers. <laughs> you, know, that I, you know, it's just me. Mm. But I may be entirely wrong with that. I don't think I am, but I think that it does kind of lend itself to maybe how we... Uh, uh, see ourselves through a uh, dirty lens. Our filter's a little dirty there. Right, right. And you know, I'll go back. I'll jump in, jump in on the bandwagon. I guess you could say is when I was on, you know, six months ago. Maybe it was five months ago. I, I'm not really sure how long ago it was, but when I posted about that, I was having mental issues. I, right. I was turning around and telling everybody. You know, it, it's time for a change. It's time to get back on the train, trying to do, get better, basically. Right. That was kind of my ordeal, turning around and saying, sorry for everything I've ever done, all the problems I've caused, all the burdens, the burden that I had become to some people. And that's when, I mean, it wasn't so much of me trying to get likes or anything. It was just kind of like an apology out to everybody that was out there. But also let people know, hey, um, I'm changing. Yeah, I like the way you did that, though. You weren't doing it for attention. You were doing it for some atonement. Right. And then also you were, I think that once you put it out there, and I'm kind of like this, and that the way I saw it is you're putting it out there, so now you, you better follow up on it now, <laughs> right? I mean, you're going to do these things, and so a lot of people saw it, and you've done it. Right. So I kind of like that. Yeah, that was, that was a challenge, really. It was. That no, was a challenge. I guess that was one, one way of putting it out there. Of, yeah. Which, was posting holding it. yourself accountable i was and and i like that yeah, yeah. I, I i i that's totally different what i watched you do uh and i've i've said it before very courageous very courageous when i watched you do that i i said wow that took some bravery mm. and uh you know and at the same time so you're you were also letting people see that side of you that a lot of people weren't aware of because of your demeanor and the way you carry yourself as a man and then on top of that, I'm, I'm hopeful and I'm pretty certain I would lay money that it helped a lot of men. I hope so. Pardon me, my voice just went squeaky <laughs> there for a moment. But yeah, I think that it helped a lot of men. I know I looked at it and I said, well, wow, that's very courageous and I hope it inspires others, right. which I imagine it did. Yeah, I hope so. So going on this social media ordeal, um, I, I still live with my parents for now. Um, but I had... I asked my mother and my father about how social media has changed their lives and how how society, in their view, uh, since they are part of the older generation, that didn't rely on technology to communicate like we do every single day. Also, how they they weren't really they didn't have social media back in the day. No. So social didn't social media didn't come out until early two thousands. Um, so. They, it was quite funny how they said it, uh, which I 100% agree, and we went back and forth on this one already, but their main thing that they talked about was we no longer talk face-to-face. -face. Yes. Yeah. Um, the biggest thing that I took from it all was texts are only words. 
but the in interpretation can be misconstrued in a fashion that can be misleading. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Which is very true. How many times have you sent? How many times have you? If someone was reading the texts that you and I send one another, they would think that we were fixing to kill each other, <laughs> wouldn't they? They would. The way we just go at one another. Right. But it's all in jest, it's all in fun, it's how we get along. Right. Now imagine if you or I sent that to someone who didn't have the same sense of humor, nor are as close as we are, or didn't understand our nature mm -hmm. like we understand one another's, how do you imagine they would respond to that? Right. Yeah, I, I don't think very well. Yeah, and that, that's what I, I got approached, I think it was yesterday or something like that, in my texting they're like, can you please use emojis? I was like, I was like, what are we cavemen now? We, we have to use fucking emojis. I hate emojis, man. I, really I was like, I get it, but still. <laughs> so that I was like, all right, whatever. You know, I'll use yeah. emojis just to help you out, so you can understand. Yeah, whatever. Turn general. Right? Yeah. So I mean, we all the bigger they also turn on. that says we always believe what we see, even though we do not do the research, especially in, in politics, which oh, is wow, which yeah. is huge nowadays on, on social media. We always believe what we see, believe what somebody says instead of doing our own research. Um, the older generation uses social media to keep in touch with family and friends, especially if they don't live in the same city. My, my mother uses social media, specifically Facebook, only just to keep in touch with family all throughout, throughout the entire country. We have family in California, West Virginia, Georgia, and in uh, North Carolina, I believe. But still, it's like, that that's that's the the older generation only uses that stuff for, for that. So, you know, it's useful to find friends from college or school or to find family family that they haven't seen in quite some time, which is what they usually do. But it's still it's it's quite fascinating that the older generation just doesn't. They it's not like they don't get it, right? But it's more of they just they don't care for it. They get it, but they use it in a totally different application, right? And it, that works enough for them, and they curtail that activity right there. Yeah. And, and but they're not addicted to it, I'm certain, and they're not, you know, in a constant state of scrolling. How often do you think your parents might check their social media? Well, my dad doesn't have social media because he doesn't believe it's fucking worth it. Yeah. In, in my That's, yeah, <laughs> speaking for the both of us, um, but my mother uses it. Uh, she probably checks it. Uh, I really couldn't even tell you. I, Mom, I'm calling you out here. I think it's more than normal. I know you listen to this, but you need to get it off. But I, I also know she uses her phone for uh, for for gaming and some other stuff. Um, I forget what that game is where you move stuff around. It's kind of like checkers, oh, or, uh, Candy Crush. Oh my gosh, I don't even know. I'm, I updated my phone recently. And <laughs> it jammed a bunch of games on there, and I took every one of them off. Yeah, I'm so, a buddy daddy when it comes to stuff like that. Yeah, so I mean, she only has uh, Facebook from what I know, but uh, she mainly uses you know her phone for texting us, texting family. She's on social media. At, recently, I know it's more than normal, but I know it's not too much. But it's only just checking with family. Huh? Yeah, so, I mean, I, my mother's the same way. My mother, my mother actually posts a lot of very funny things, mm -hmm. and mom, mom's on there quite a bit whenever she does utilize it but uh i don't see her really doing anything other than that with it i don't it's it's certainly not a it doesn't permeate 
uh, her life nor run it for her. You know, I mean, I've, I've actually known people who they, and I was actually with someone not too long ago at lunch, and they were so caught up in something they were doing on one of the social media sites, and people were responding, and he couldn't even eat his lunch, and then complain that he, you know, lunch was about over, he didn't have enough time, but he was in a constant state of trying to ensure that, I guess he was getting the right reactions or what he desired, from it and I, my reaction to that was just set the damn phone down man enjoy your lunch and then, you know it'll be there mm -hmm. you know you go on and deal with it after lunch uh you know because it does it can i believe interfere with your living you know i mean I, like i told someone sometime wouldn't you hate to be laying on your deathbed and, and say man i surely wish i'd spend a little more time on facebook or linkedin or or twitter which twitter it to me is just an idiotic site it's just there's just this constant state barrage of just people just throwing out their every everything they think of in the moment then you'll catch them where they try to take it off some somebody's screenshot it you know they, in that heat of the moment they put they knee-jerk reaction emotion or feeling out there and, and it's really damning and then they get the hell away from try to get the hell away from it fast, but it's too late. Some idiots done, you know, some bodies done, boom, snap, you know, and, and, and did the whole screenshot. So I don't know. I find a lot of it very beneficial, then I find a lot of it just to be complete buffoonery. Right. Bad, bad for your brain. Right. Yeah. I, I 100% agree. So I think we'll go ahead and close out here. Um, if you're on, I'll, I'll go ahead and put this out there. I think it's time that we go ahead and start doing this. If you're listening on Spotify, do ourselves a favor. Go in and rate our show. Let us know how we're doing. If you're listening through some other website or some other platform, let us know how we're doing. Or maybe even send us a little text on our website. Let us know if, you know, if we're doing okay or if there's something that you want us to talk about. We'll be willing to talk about it. Or even if you want to come on the show, please let us know. We've I know we've already got a few guests lined up and we're working on getting things under control for all that to happen. But at the same time, while you're on our website, go ahead and check out our merchandise. We've got some really cool stuff. We're getting ready to, like I mentioned, every episode just about. Yoke okay, Bro is getting ready to drop here soon in a few weeks or so. Oh, yeah. Uh, but please, please check in on our, our merchandise. There's some really cool stuff. I know I'm probably getting ready to get a coffee cup or two and maybe even a few shirts and a jacket. It is cold out, so our jackets are pretty cool. Um, check them out. All of our earnings from the merchandise is going to go towards charities and other things like that. And we're also working on a golf tournament here soon. I'm not sure when the date is, but we're working on it. Yes. Um, so, again, check out our merchandise. Check out our website. If you're struggling with suicide, the hotline is 988. Check it out. If you're struggling overall or mentally or anything, you need somebody to talk to you, feel free to send us a message. We'll do what we can to talk to you or find that support group of yours. There's always one out there. Definitely. That was, that was outstanding. I couldn't have said it better myself. <laughs> <laughs> so here at school again from Michael Frazier and I, Russell Sable. Good night, everybody. Good night.
This episode of Scullygan is sponsored by WorkPlus Brain, a research, analytics, and consulting firm established to share analysis, intelligence, and expert points of view on the future of work. The future of work is cerebral. Increase revenue, work less, or get you or your organization in the right frame of mind. Whatever your ambition, our evidence-based coaching and solutions will help you achieve those results or realize your biggest, boldest goals. For more information, please visit their website at work plusbrain.com.